Well, I was thinking about what we read earlier today, where it said, teach only love for that is what you are. And then it also said that you, you cannot hurt or be hurt when you are who you are. Like the Christ cannot be hurt. So even in the crucifixion, he, he was pure love. He wasn't teaching that he got hurt. And then he didn't attack anybody as a result. He forgave everybody. So then he didn't hurt others. So this giving up of hurt, I think, is really important. Knowing who we are as love is really important. And love does not hurt. Love holds no grievances. Love doesn't have fear, guilt, or anger. So when we know who we are, you know, teach only love for that is what you are, you are love. Love created me like itself. You know, that's our self-identity. Then you can have happiness. So happiness is in knowing who we are as God created us. Mm. And I think that's what we have to get across in the happiness training is that uh, true happiness comes from self-identity knowing who you are as God created you. And in that self-identity, you teach love. You've given up all attack thoughts, all grievances, all judgments, all fears, all guilt, all anger. And you're in a state of inner peace. Mm -hmm. So it all goes together. What, what do you think about what I just said? Yes, right on. I am love itself. Yeah, love which created me is what I am. That's Lesson 229. Love holds no grievances. So I was just feeling the love and thinking of that statement, teach only love for that is what you are, even in the midst of, you know, troubles. Mm. No internet, no, (laughs) you know, whatever your trouble is. Yeah. But I think we get we get kind of upset from our troubles and then we get frustrated or you know we make it a big deal and then we forget who we are and then before you know it you're frustrated and angry about your situation. You know, that thing we've had with the Internet's been going on all week. And, you know, the company said, well, it'll sort itself out. Just give it a few days. Well, we gave it a few days, and it's still doing the same problem. 
So then we had to call a fourth time, and they have to send a guy out again. So, I mean, you could easily get upset about that, couldn't you? Yeah. And it's really not worth getting upset about. How, how do we maintain our happiness if we're being upset about external things that are not going the way we would like? So I think there's another thing about happiness is that it's not affected by the external. Yeah. And if, if it is, then it's not the happiness we're talking about. We're talking about a sustainable happiness, constant joy. Joy that never leaves you. And I think that's what we're trying to discover in ourselves and trying to teach other people how to maintain that. So it'll be interesting. and I'm glad we pushed this uh, happiness and longevity training back to February, middle yeah. of February. Right, we need so, to. But I think it's going to give us time to really ground it in ourselves. Uh, and I'm, I think these uh, evening sitting quiet is going to give us all that we need to uh, have it grounded in ourselves and be able to present it and uh, also what we're reading in the text is is very right on isn't it we teach only love for that is what you are even in the midst of what you used to think of as being crucified yeah yeah, well, it's hard not to be happy when you're sitting in front of the altar like this. Well, yeah. You feel the energy. And it was interesting. It was talking about the altar. Right. That, that the, uh, the church, the true church is where you have a holy altar. And then somewhere in the text it says the holy altar is a relationship. It's a holy relationship. It's the real altar. And I think... I think that's the that's the real altar. It's your relationship with God and your relationship with your brothers and sisters. And if it's in a vibration of holiness, then that's the altar. Holiness meaning you're aware that you are love. You're aware that you cannot be hurt and you cannot hurt others. So you have no attack thoughts, no fear, no guilt. You're not hurting yourself. And you're not projecting anything out and judging others and hurting them. So that, that lack of, of hurt, I think, is really important to happiness. You have to have transcended uh, the possibility that you can be hurt. Mm -hmm. Nothing real can be threatened. Well, if it can be threatened, it can be hurt. So if you're with the real that cannot be threatened, you're also with the real that cannot be hurt. So, so that's, and, and only the real can have joy. Mm. Only the real can be happy. Mm. So it's like, it gets me back to that, what I said earlier, Knowing who you are as God created you, or your self-identity, knowing your self-identity, 
goes along with happiness. You can't have happiness if you don't know who you are, in other words. So, I mean, you can seek happiness in all kinds of external things. Maybe you get more money, you get a better job, you get a better house, get a better car, get a better wife. Mm. Um, But that's not the source of this happiness we're talking about. We're talking about a happiness that's inside you when you know who you are. And that's a spiritual matter. It's not a material matter. Now, it may, it may affect the material plane. Like when you're a happy person and you know who you are, you're very attractive. And those things do come to you. More money, more whatever, more success, more whatever. But the premise is your happiness that doesn't rely on those things. Okay, thank you. You're happy whether you have the internet or not. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, okay. Anything else you want to say? No, I'm quiet tonight. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for these evening meditations. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.